this Saturday show on KCLR. Good morning. It is the Saturday show here on KCLR with Ashley MacDonald this morning. Producer steps in for presenter Edward Hayden as our wonderful presenter Edward Hayden is off, out and about. Yes, he is. We're wishing him a very, very, very best of luck and we're very proud because Edward is in Castle Blaney. He is representing, along with the group, the new Ross Drama Workshop are competing at the All-Ireland One Act Drama Finals this weekend. So, um, as they say in showbiz break a leg Edward and we'll look forward to welcoming you back next week to the Saturday show but to you welcome along to the Saturday show as I said Ashton McDonald's here with you and uh, let's hope I can do Edward proud myself I have lots coming up on the show for you this morning as always, we will be chatting to our regular garden expert, Shirley Lanigan. She'll be giving us lots of tips and advice. Lots of questions in already for Shirley, so we're looking forward to chatting to Shirley about all of our gardening queries. Billy Canning from the iDrone Players, Boris, he'll be chatting to us as they present many happy returns. We will be chatting to Claire Whitty from the Natural Health Food Store and uh, we'll be chatting all about healthy habits. Can of Can Books here in Kilkenny is going to come in to tell us all about the top books for Christmas 2023. We'll be joined on the show live, which I'm very excited about, by um, singing songwriter legend Phil Coulter as he takes to the visual in Carlo on Thursday the 7th of December. And if that's not enough, as Edward would say himself, we will be chatting to Tom Kyo and Avril Matthews of the Kilkenny Choir. So lots and lots and lots coming up for you today on the Saturday show. We also have a competition. Yes, we do. We have lots of actually competitions running on KCLR, but I have a very special one coming up for you in just a minute. The only number you need to know this morning is 083 306 9696. It is, of course, our dinnersready.ie text line. And it's the perfect number for you because I have lots to tell you about that number. Coming up in just a second, I'm going to tell you all about about our competition. There you have it. So this morning, we are delighted, thanks to our friends at the Natural Health Store, we have a December hamper to give away. Now, this hamper contains everything you will need for the party season. We have Udu's Choice Digestive Enzymes, Udu's Ultimate Blend Oil, the new Nordic Collagen Shots and new Nordic Fat Burner. It's all worth over €100. Euro. So all you have to do is text the word HEALTH with your name and where you are to 083 306 and you could be winning yourself a lovely December hamper. Thanks to our friends at the Natural Health Store. We will be chatting to Claire later in the show about that. So if you are, if you're feeling a bit lucky, even if you're not feeling lucky, throw the name in the hat, text the word HEALTH to 083 306 9696 and you could be winning yourself a lovely December hamper. How about that? Now, before we do anything else, we're going to go over to the telephone line where Shirley Lanigan our resident gardening expert joins us. Good morning, Shirley. Oh, good Good morning. Good morning, Ashling. How are you? I'm great, Shirley. It's great to have you. I always love when I get a chance to present the show because then um, I can really dive in and have a chat to you myself. So I'm delighted to have you on the show. 
Very good, thank you. Listen, Shirley, we actually had a text in for you um, earlier, so I'm going to read that out first, if that's okay. So, Shirley, it's from our listener who says, Shirley, I wasn't well recently, so I never got to plant my daffodil bulbs. Should I leave it now? Is it too late? Oh, no, 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 no. Plant them, plant them, plant them. You're talking to somebody who every year finds a bag or three of of bulbs that should have been planted two or three months previously. And bulbs are always happier in the ground. So if you find them, plant them. They might flower. They'll certainly grow. They might flower. But if they don't flower next year, next spring, they'll certainly flower the year after. Get them in the ground as soon as you can and, 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 and don't be feeling guilty. Everybody does that. Okay, brilliant. Now, there you go. That's a nice start to the Saturday morning. And is it now, this is probably a very silly question, is now a terrible time to go out and try dig? Should we wait until the, it thaws a little bit? Oh, yeah, no, no. When I say when I say now, I don't... <laughs> Not this second. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't want to be doing anything in that um, hard frost. Uh, stay well away from it. There's a, there's a thaw, I think. I think the thaw is on Monday. I'm not okay. sure. But when it does thaw and warm up a bit, get out and do them then. But uh, no, not today. You'd need a, a crowbar to get into the ground today. I think you would, wouldn't you? Now, I was driving across uh, to KCR this morning, across the ring road. I have to say, now I know it's not ideal for everybody, but it's such a scenic morning this morning, isn't it? The ice, it just, the frost, I love the look of it. It is beautiful. It's gorgeous. And particularly if you're out in the country, I'm in the town, so mm. I, I, I've only got a limited amount of, 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 of loveliness for frost to uh, to show up on. But to look out across a field or a big long hedgerow looking as though, you know, somebody has shaken icing sugar all over it, it's beautiful. That's really exactly so it. Enjoy it. Exactly. It'll have melted in a few hours. There you yeah. go. So go out, take your pictures and enjoy it. Shirley, we're wondering now, is it a good time? Time to be pruning all of our fruit trees as I want to cut back my apple tree. Now, I would wait until January. Okay. I would wait until January to do that. Um, it, 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 for me now, it feels a bit early. It, it, some people might, but I would prefer to wait until January and even, even into February. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, what else were we going to ask you? Because lots of questions are coming in, but the competition is running as well, Shirley. So I have lots of messages here in front of me. Where is the other one? There was one here for you and now I need to find it. Oh, here we go. Oh, look at this. And we were literally just talking about frosty mornings. Frosty mornings are back, Shirley. Is there anything in particular that we should be doing in the garden at this time of year? Now, if you're very tidy, you've cut away a lot of the the, 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 the dead foliage and that from um, borders during the, the, the year, because everything is sort of, it, it's died down, it's looking miserable. But in a way, leaving, it, leaving all of that dead foliage around for another while is sort of good because it protects the ground and the, the little snouts of the fresh plants that are getting ready to stick their noses up above from the frost. So I, I would I leave it if it looks in any way tidy. Uh, but sometimes you'll come across, say for instance, things like agapanthus. When the leaves of agapanthus get hit with frost, as mm. soon as the frost is gone, they don't look dry and dead. They look slimy and dead. So anything that's sort of slimy, I'd, I'd, I'd put on the rubber gloves and clear that away. And anything that's lying flat down on the ground and basically 
blocking the, the, the growth of anything new that's coming up. And, you know, if you've got heavy, heavy, say, big, heavy hellebore leagues lying on the ground, they're very, very leathery. And they'll actually get in the way of, of, of new things coming up. So we trim them out as well. Mm. Basically, just keep the place looking slightly tidy, but not overly tidy. You need a little bit of ground cover out there to protect the, the, the as I say, the snouts and shoots of new things coming up. Keep an eye out as well. Don't walk on borders because if you've got bulbs in them, a lot of those bulbs are literally just below the ground and getting ready to come up. So keep an eye out for things like snowdrops emerging and get down on your knees and sort of clear the rubbish and debris from around them a little so that you can see them coming up. Oh, I love a snowdrop. They're just beautiful at this time of year. It's exciting. I mean, they're really, they're sort of, they're, they're, they're the reminders that, you know, it's going to warm up. It's going to, the days are going to get longer uh, and the season's going to turn around not too far away. Oh, I love it. Shirley, when we're talking about the garden and this time of year, obviously we're talking about the frost and the snowdrop. It's white. It's, it's those kind of colours. But am I right in saying pansies are nice? They're kind of more of the hardier colour that we could be planting or we could have in the garden at the moment. I yeah, I mean a lot of people would still have them in hanging baskets and, and window boxes at the moment. And the little heathers with their colour yes. flowers, they're they're another thing giving colour. And it is it's the red berry time as well because your hollies, your skimmias, mm. and things like rose hips and uh, the berries on on hawthorn and crotagus out of, again like the hedgerows we were talking about earlier on. There's a lot of there there are dots of red around as well, which is sort of nice. And you still have have, you've got cotoneaster berries as well on, on, on all the cotoneaster trees and bushes not quite frosted and, and seasoned enough for the birds to go at them but, 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 but getting there, but guessing there. Uh, oh, you've probably also got um, crab apples Yes, uh, reds and golds there too. So the two, when you do see colour, it's either gold or red. But pansies add in a little zap of purple as well, and 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 the sort of the little little tree face. I love that. Uh, it's, yeah, it's the little face that they have on the flower. Yellow, yeah. yes, they're so yeah. beautiful. They're gorgeous. Surely, um, the birds. We need to be looking after the birds at this time of year, don't we? We do, absolutely. So if you can afford um, peanuts and niger seeds uh, and fat balls, and making your own fat balls is, is a very good thing. It, and it, it's very good both to feed the birds, but also, say, if you've had a fry and you've got the frying pan full of fat, you don't want to be throwing that away. You certainly don't want to be putting it down the drain mm. and where it will turn into fat bergs and block your drain. If you scoop that up and incorporate your seeds, your linseeds, your niger seeds, that sort of thing, into the fat and put that out for the birds, they'll be delighted with you and you won't be wrecking your drains. Brilliant. So that, that we can leave that out then for the birds? Yeah. Oh, yeah. brilliant. Okay. Because some people actually, some people will get something like a half coconut and to, um, sort of paste it in as you would icing. Mm. So you fit a half coconut with your mixture of seeds and, and, and fat from the frying pan. This sounds lovely. Water baths. Do we need them for the birds <laughs> as well? You do need water baths. Okay. As well. And if you look out today, your your bird bath is going to the, the, it, it will be iced over. Yes. So crack that ice and and give them something to have a have a little bath in. Oh. I've got a, there's a great natural water bath outside my 
gate. There's just a slight indentation in the footpath and whenever there's rain, you see the queues of barrows lining up to have a bath there in the morning. You don't want to drive the car out because it would uh, interfere with them. And it's quite a lot of the time you'll sit sort of watch them for about 10 minutes before you drive out. They, oh, they look they love so us. happy with themselves. Isn't that so lovely? got a water bath, yeah crack that ice crack that ice Shirley thank you so much for all of the uh, the top tips this morning about our gardens and especially at this time of year as well it was great to chat to you thank you listen Edward we'll be back um, next week with you and I'm sure we'll have lots of more questions from our lovely listeners who love listening to you every Saturday morning Shirley so go off enjoy the Saturday and we'll chat to you soon brilliant thank you thanks a mil Shirley talk to you soon Bye-bye. That is our gardening expert, Shirley Lanigan, who was uh, here to answer all of your wonderful gardening questions. And don't forget, Shirley is with us every Saturday morning. If you come across anything in the garden, um, we'd love to hear from you. Any concerns? Um, the bird question was mine. I love that because I, uh, I want to make sure that they are okay because this morning, ooh, when I got into the car, the ice, I thought, oh my goodness, the poor birds. So there were some great tips from Shirley on how we, uh, we can look after them feed them and use the little bird baths. Lots more coming up here on the Saturday show with Ashling MacDonald. Don't go anywhere. We are back just after this. This Saturday show on KCLR. This Saturday show on KCLR with thanks to Lyrath Estate. Gift a memory this Christmas with a Lyrath Estate gift voucher. Visit lyrath.com. Now you are tuned to the Saturday show here with Ashling MacDonald with you this morning, sitting in for Edward Hayden. Don't worry, he'll be back next week. He is uh, he's he's partaking in an All Ireland final. It's not a hurling one. It is not. It is, of course, a drama one. And we were wishing him the very best of luck and uh, break a leg, Edward. That's all we can say. Now, we were chatting to our gardening expert, Shirley Lanigan, about um, minding the birds at this time of year and what can we do. And if you have a little bird bath and an incredible listener now you didn't put your name to it but you have sent us in two videos oh I wish we were on television now just so everybody could see these videos there is two videos of um, bird bats they're in your front garden I would say and one of them now I don't know what kind of birds they are if you know you might come back and tell me what kind of birds they are but in the first video there's about six or seven birds having a bit of a bath and uh, enjoying a little a little nice uh, jock of ishka as they say and in the other video there's a there's three oh there's a magpie oh my goodness there's a big magpie in the middle of it giving himself a nice little bath and having a nice little drink so a magpie is one of them and I'm not sure the birds in the first video but uh, you might let us know and thank you so much and of course if anybody does have a bird bath in the garden at the moment it's obviously going to be um, it is going to be frozen over so out you go pop the ice and uh, let sure the uh, the birds enjoy it John Delaney you're back on to tell us starlings wow okay they're starling birds you have about seven starlings in the bird bath I love it and then one magpie Mm. I hope another one comes along now just for good luck. Ashley MacDonald here with you on Case the Allure. And um, do you know what we're going to do? We're feeling a little bit festive. And uh, I think we're going to play some Christmas music because it is, of course, the first Saturday of December. Saturday the 2nd of December today. And here is the one and only Paul McCartney. Wonderful Christmas time. (laughs) 
for Christmas time with Paul McCartney here on KCLR. Good morning, Ashley MacDonald here with you, sitting in for Edward Hayden this morning. Now, I have to tell you that today we have opened the second window on the KCLR Advent calendar. We've got some lovely treats to give away each day between now and Christmas. Today, it's a 50 euro voucher from Petals and Blooms Florist in Palmerstown. To win, all you have to do is text the word PETALS followed by your name and address to 083-306-9696. Now you can enter this as many times as you like. The wonderful Shannon Redmond will announce the winner between 6 and 7pm tonight. Even if you don't win tonight, you could still win on... um, on Christmas Eve. Yes, because there's another 50 euro voucher from Petals and Blooms Forest to be won together with a second set of all other prizes given away on this year's KCLR Advent Calendar. So all of the texts that we receive between now and Christmas go into the draw for the bumper prize on Christmas Eve. How do you enter for today and for Christmas Eve, you ask? Well, all you have to do is send us a text right now starting with the word Petals followed by your name and address to 083-306-9696 and the very best of luck. How exciting is that now? That is a mega prize to win today this evening with our lovely Shannon or to win on Christmas Eve. Imagine. Oh, imagine that. So one winner will get 24 prizes on Christmas Eve. That would be that would be a bit of a dream, wouldn't it? Of course it would. So text the word PETALS with your name and where you are to 083-306-9696. And you never know, our very lovely Shannon Redmond could be giving you a call this evening between the hours of 6 and 7 to tell you you have won. Oh, very, very exciting. Now, what else exciting? Well, of course, the Saturday show is very, very exciting. And we have lots coming up for you. We are taking an ad break, but don't go anywhere because we will be back with Billy Canning just after this. The Saturday Show on KCLR with thanks to Lyrath Estate. Gift a memory this Christmas with a Lyrath Estate gift feature. Visit lyrath.com. KCLR. You are tuned to KCLR with myself, Ashling MacDonald. Now, I did say at the start of the show that I uh, I was having Billy Canning on and uh, Billy's fans have been on already as well as there's a text in that was to say, really great to hear that Billy Canning is on the radio. He's a master playwright, director and actor, a fantastic storyteller and a funny guy. He is, uh, he's not telling anybody though that his play, The Chair, is being performed nationwide by numerous drama groups and that that comes in from Billy's fans, Val, David and Sarah. And now I'm delighted to welcome Billy on to the show. Billy, how are you? Oh, great. That was some introduction. There, oh, actually. Billy, look at this now. Sorry, your microphone is, um, it's not working. Can I get you to move over to this one now? Sorry. Look all at this. in the production. There you go, all in the production of it. We have yeah. you now. Billy, um, there you go. That's a, That was an intro. That sure was, yeah. <laughs> that was an Thanks intro. Thanks the three them, man. The money, the, the, the cheque is in the post, lads. <laughs> very good. Thanks yeah. for the text as well. Billy, listen, you're very welcome along to the show. Thanks, you're actually. here from the iDrone players in Boris. Mm-hmm. Tell us a bit about the group itself. Well, yeah, the group, uh, we think we're a new group. We started in 2018 um, and uh, we started with a production of Kings of the Kilburn High Road and it went down great. You know, Boris was without a a drama group itself for for many, many years and uh, the reaction was great and we got a great buzz out of putting that play on. (coughs) At the time, it was only going to be a one-off, but then we've we've done one every every year since and uh, with with the exception of the the pandemic. But uh, yeah, great. 
great success. You know, Brilliant. lot of work. Lot of work. I can only yeah. imagine. Now, Billy, did you uh, did you start off acting, or did you start off directing with the group? Yeah, no, acting. acting. Yeah, mm. acting. I, I, oh, sure, I'm at it all my life. You know, yeah. with, with Rahanna and with, with Claudia Kilmichael uh, and uh, and now with Boris. You know, so I'm a. A journeyman. A journeyman. <laughs> but I the acting, or the, sorry, the directing is is a new departure for me. But I've done three or four directing parts. So yeah. And you enjoy it. Yeah, at times, yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to keep a whole new pressure check. on you. <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you're taking to the stage with many happy returns. Um, it is directed by your good self. It sounds like it's going to be a night of entertainment and uh, a lot of laughs. I'd say a lot of laughs. Yeah, yeah I think. Like, I think it, 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 when I was saying to you earlier that the big problem we've had is to stop the, the cast from laughing. Which is you brilliant. know, which is a good sign. Yeah. You know, and uh, uh, they have managed their best to stop laughing. So I'm hoping though the, the audience will enjoy it. You know, it's a very very funny play. It's set at Christmas and uh, yeah, and they've done a good job on it. So even though I say so myself, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if you said, and if people are laughing themselves, they're kind of they're into it. Do you know they're ready? Ah, to, yeah. they're they ready see to the humour in it, and you yeah. know we've we've milked every laugh that we can out of the play and out of the script. So that's that's a good sign. So. so tell us then a bit about the play itself or the storyline without giving too much away either. All right, yeah. Well, it's not a well-known play because I, I suppose it's so seasonal it's at Christmas so yeah. it hasn't really done the circuits that much so it's, uh, it's written by Bernard Farrell who's the well-known Irish playwright yeah. um, uh, it was, I think it was set in 2005 so it's a relatively modern play mm-hmm. but it, it's it's kind of set through the kind of Celtic tiger times where uh, there was a lot of need to be kind of keep up with the Joneses and this couple that live Arthur and Irene live in, in Dublin and they've hit hard times okay. and uh, a former student of Arthur's is coming back from New Zealand mm. uh, having made his millions there okay. and the two of them Arthur and Irene set out to impress him okay. so with the hope that they'll eventually move back to New Zealand and they get better times over there Okay with him? With him yes okay, he's so going to give them a the job advice. Yeah, but he has other yeah, yeah, he's a kind of a slippery character the guy in New Zealand but anyway it, uh, kind of that's the premise of it so they, they festoon their house uh, where they live with, with uh, her father um, uh, to try and impress Declan and his, his, his wife yeah. when they come back for this short little dinner soiree you know and uh, everything goes wrong <laughs> so, so that's kind of the, that's like the premise Christmas of it yeah. dinner yeah, party exactly, in Ireland yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think yeah everything unfolds like the Christmas presents they didn't want you know, to everything exactly yeah, so that's it it takes all the best bits would you say of Christmas yeah, it, uh, it does really yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a hot tub scene is there there, there's I, do you know what yes yeah. I, there is a hot tub scene but I'm not going to give much away on okay, that I love it I love it I love <laughs> there it. Is. we could all wait and see yeah, yeah. Uh, Billy you mentioned uh, some of the cast members that, that are taking yeah. part tell us about how they're all getting on backstage from a director's point of view now are they really enjoying it as you said they're trying not to laugh themselves it must be great fun working together it is uh, uh, that's the magic of any drama yeah. group you know I mean you'll always have drama in the drama drama outside the drama outside the play but um, we're, we're a very tight bunch uh, they they like each other and we have yeah, a good team you know and, yeah. and once there's enjoyment there particularly over the winter months it's a great way to pass you know and we're looking for new members as well too all the time you know so please please come and join us because you'll you'll enjoy it you know any acting experience needs it to join or Not can anybody all, no actually this year which is great for this particular play we, we we've enlisted the help of some transition let's say it again transition year students yeah. uh, from Boris Vocational School and they're helping us backstage so hopefully they'll kind of like it and maybe they might even take to the stage 
in some future productions or stay with us at least but it's great to see them there and puts a bit of you know youth and impetus into into our plays and group yeah so they're helping out behind the scenes they are yeah lovely yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. a real community prompting, prompting. <laughs> not that we need it of course. don't forget the lines <laughs> <laughs> very good um, listen it is taking part um, or it's taking place even Thursday the 7th Friday the 8th Sunday the 10th and the final night is Thursday the 14th of December all at Boris Town Hall that's it yeah at 8 o'clock nightly so uh, it, we're not on next Saturday that's just so please it's 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 Thursday Friday Sunday and the following Thursday that's it where can we get tickets on, on the door on the door yeah, on the door yeah so okay. that's it great um, listen Billy thank you so much for coming in we might give uh, we might give some of the, the cast a name check because um, they're all uh, they're all I'm sure at home listening intently to you <laughs> to make sure that you're not giving too much away yes. but that you're uh, you're telling us how good they are as well yeah. so um, Arthur is played by Jerry Murphy yes Irene is played by Mary Brennan yep. uh, Declan Smokey Harper your man from New Zealand yeah. is played by from uh, Kieran Lucas then we have um, Irene's father Matty is played by Conor McCarthy Ma- Matty's wife Gladys is played by Michelle O'Grady Amanda is played by Jackie Canning and uh, yeah that's uh, anybody else we need to give a mention to them no that's that's pretty much it yeah. uh, th- that's it uh, just the backstage crew as well uh, they're, they're seasoned actors all of them you know yes. um, I'm married to one of them uh, you can figure out <laughs> oh, I was thinking that how is, uh, how is Jackie getting on playing Amanda she, yeah grand grand yeah, yeah. she's well coached at home and stuff you know. That's a but actually her character is is, is uh, kind of I have to direct my wife to be uh, flirty with other characters which that's a nice oh, there <laughs> you go, no, that's a new one that's a new one yeah. for you well that's what you get when you're behind yeah. the scenes directing instead yeah, of on the stage great yeah. very good Billy before you go as a director and, uh, and obviously a fantastic director as well with the texts that are coming in is it very very different to be directing behind the scenes of the play rather than being on the stage with the with the with the cast it's very very different mm. but it's a whole I mean I love it because what you're doing is you're directing kind of yourself in loads of roles that's yeah. how I see it you know it's it's kind of you know how would I approach that particular bit of dialogue and and that's what you're doing you're putting your own little bit into it yeah. you know and um, particularly with comedy you know it's uh, it's it, you're trying to milk the laugh the author put in it you know you so saw you see this is what he was thinking of or the yeah. author was thinking of so yeah no it's a whole new it's, it's a lovely kind of way of looking at a play and I enjoy it Fantastic. mostly mostly <laughs> well you really get to immerse yourself in you do the really yeah you do you, you immerse yourself and that's actually that's so true actually it's kind of like at the start if you don't read it and read it and read it and read it and read it as a director uh, you know you're, you failed already because mm. you really have to know this play backwards really yes, you know yeah. so so that's yeah, that's it and with the with the comedy as you say you're always kind of thinking are you thinking about the audience as well yeah of course yeah, yeah you're thinking you this, this will go down well this yeah. is you know particularly even when there's no dialogue mm. you know where it's an action or something off you know where they'll be looking at you at this day even though you have no dialogue in this particular scene they're going to be looking at you you know yeah. and they'll be laughing at you so that's kind of yeah that's what it yeah, is yeah, oh all, listen yeah, Billy it sounds yeah. absolutely incredible um, iDrone players Boris as we said they're taking to the stage to perform the um many happy returns perfect time of year to do perfect it as well yes. and there's something very special about live stage around Christmas time I know it is so it's lovely I mean it's the season of pantos and stuff there you know you and this is it's this is our first time around Christmas in Boris obviously but it's it's a timely piece and I hope people turn up and come and see us you know and I enjoy the night will. you know I'd say they will listen Billy thanks so much for coming in just before in. we go could oh, I course, just yes. could I just wish Edward uh, and you 
Ross, the best. Edward's a great friend of us uh, for having us on in this. Every every show we do, he gives us a plug uh, in, in Castle Blaney. Uh, and also in Castle Blaney, uh, Claudie Kilmichael, of whom I'm a member, had their play last night, uh, Dead Man's Bells. A fantastic play, a fantastic cast, Josephine, Margaret and Lisa, and directed by Michael Dunbar. Now, they're in separate categories, so okay. there, there's no so conflict. We can, we can so we're hoping that, now, that, that the All-Ireland will be brought home to, to both New Ross and Buntlody. There we go. <laughs> there you go, Billy Canning. Thank you so much. Thank and you, the very best of luck to the iDrone players in Boris. And as you said, it's Thursday the 7th, Friday the 8th, Sunday the 10th, and the final night will be Thursday the 14th of December in Boris Town Hall at 8pm and to show up and uh, enjoy a good laugh. Absolutely. Brilliant. Please come. Oh, of course. Listen, <laughs> yeah. Billy, thanks so much Thank for coming in. Thank you so in. much. Thanks Ashley. a million. Yeah, thanks a million. Saturday show on KCLR with thanks to Lyrath Estate. Gift a memory this Christmas with a Lyrath Estate gift feature. Visit lyrath.com. That's right. It is time for our healthy habits, and we are joined by Claire Whitty from the Natural Health Store. And Claire joins us this morning to talk about feeling fabulous this festive season and how we can uh, how we can help ourselves. So, Claire, thank you so much for joining us. Not a bother. Uh, good to talk to you, Ashling. Thanks so much for joining us. Claire, um, we, first of all, we have a fantastic hamper to give away, thanks to yourselves, and it contains everything that we need to, uh, to help us feel fabulous at this festive time. So do you want to talk to us about the hamper? I suppose the conversation as we go along, uh, I, I can sort of individually talk about why each product is. So there's four products in the hamper, Ashling. Yes, yeah. And I suppose um, we have enzymes. We have um, uh, Udo's Choice Digestive Enzymes and Udo's Choice Omega 3, 6 and 9 oil. And we have New Nordic Fat Burner and we have the New Nordic uh, Collagen Shots. And it's a prize worth over 100 euro for one lucky listener mm-hmm. <laughs> getting tongue tied here and so as our conversation goes then Ashling will be able to break down why I have put those into the prize Fantastic. for one lucky listener so yeah. listen it is that time of year where we all uh, we all kind of take on a bit of few extra things to be doing we're busy we're out and about a lot more but we are out in the in the elements as well let's say I know we're not uh, no weather warnings but it's cold it's you know it does take a it does take an impact on us, us uh, ourselves so what would the choice uh, digestive enzymes help us with? Yeah, so I suppose when I was thinking about this week's chat with you, I was thinking we all want to look good. We all mm. want to feel good this time of the year, right? We're out socialising a bit more. You know, we're meeting people for lunch, yeah. uh, t- you know, dinner in the evening, going to neighbours, going to friends. And sometimes uh, it's the, the, the Udo's Choice digestive enzyme is perfect for anybody any time of the year. But certainly this time of the year, if you're kind of inclined to be good all year and you avoid all those foods that you know cause you problems, Mm-hmm. But this time of the year, you might say, ah, I don't care. I'm going to have Yeah, that, take the uh, extra bit of cream pie. or what have you, yes. <laughs> exactly. So the Udo's Choice Digestive Enzyme is, is really, really useful to have. Now, the one in the prize is the full piece, Ashling, but there is like a travel size, which is perfect if you don't need them all year round. And that, that, that's available at the store. But Ashling, the enzymes, when, when somebody comes in for digestive enzymes, you'd normally have a conversation about what foods would be potentially causing the problems. Mm-hmm. But this time of the year, to have a simple enzyme there, with the, the, this one will help you break down the carbohydrates in your pastries, the, the, the cream, you know, with the lactase there, and it'll help break down protein. So it's a nice all-round digestive enzyme. 
that this time of the year might be the only time you'll ever need it um, but I, if, you, if you're using it for that purpose uh, you can either use it just when you're going out for that meal you know mm-hmm. might have something or you can use it with every meal you know it's up to yourself around this, uh, time, this of time of the year sounds and fantastic for this, yeah because it's when you feel bloated and yeah. uncomfortable and you feel like you're six or nine months pregnant because you've eaten food so that that's where you know that's when that's we when have somebody in. coming in with that symptom lovely yeah. then how does the uh, the ultimate blend oil then you mentioned some of the vitamins then that are that are, that are in the oil tell us about this so the Udo's Choice uh, oil, it's it's called Udo's Choice Ultimate Oil Blend. It comes in liquid and it comes in capsules. Mm. So I think when I have somebody who comes in and they're talking about their skin health, now the Udo's Choice Ultimate Oil Blend, it contains the omega-3, 6 and 9, and it's from all from seeds. So um, it's easy to take because you can take it straight from the spoon or just mix it in a smoothie. But the benefits of it, yeah, is that it's I, I, it's when if you come in to me asking and you said I feel like my skin isn't glowing and I just want to take something internally because I know for my skin I have to work from the inside out. Well, healthy digestion is one step. Hydration from fluids, you know, your water is another. But hydration from your omega oils from the inside out is crucial. And it, yeah. So for me, when somebody men- mentions skin health, I will go straight for the for the Udo's Choice Ultimate Oil Blend with the three, six, and nine in it. And uh, I find that like it will still do all the other things that that omega oils will do. You know yourself that the omega oils are great for our our joints and our heart and our brain. So it still has all of those properties. But sometimes you know we all have our go-to products when we're asked a specific question. When we need so for this. yeah. So for my skin eating healthily, drinking plenty of water and a lemon in the water in the morning would be great this time of the year as well especially if you're out having a few drinks just to flush the system mm-hmm. um, and body brushing and a good good hydration moisturising oil then on the outside as well. Very important. Alright, yeah. well, we're talking about skin as well Claire. I know we had mentioned the collagen shots because I think, you know, collagen plumping, face, everything. Tell us, uh, tell us briefly about the collagen shots that might help us. Collagen shots are great. They're one a day liquid shot um, with some added vitamin C. And everybody knows that the collagen is great for elasticity of the skin. And collagen, it's, I think it makes up 75% of our skin. So the mm-hmm. collagen is great there for that. And it's one a day shot, tastes great, easy to use. And one of the other things that I get asked about at this time of the year is how can I f- do something for me, Claire, that'll help me fit into that dress I have Yes, yeah, there. it's what we all want. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just have a few pounds, and it's only a few pounds that I want to lose so help me you know so it's not the conversation we'd have at the or, you know in the middle of the year where we want to talk about, about a weight control diet fat burner which is part of the price would come in at that time but this time of the year people they know they're going to be kind of eating all the rubbish because they're treating themselves but they know they can't fit into that dress so how can I assist kind of how can I support Adi so the new Nordic fat burner that's part of the price there um, acting is great because the combination there in it you've got a uh, green tea uh, lots of people would be familiar with that in terms mm-hmm. of you know burning calories and metabolism um, it's got the yerba, yerba mate which uh, increases the amount you know we talk about the fat that's stored on the body so the yerba yeah. mate I, I always think of it as grabbing hold of that fat and converting it to an energy so it's been converted to energy rather than but just sitting on the hips or the, wherever it's sitting and it's converted to an energy source instead so um, it's, it's a really 
nice one if you're not on any medication the medication will always throw you unfortunately and make sure to have that conversation with us if you're in uh, asking about any of the supplements but if it's just a normal kind of bloat in the tummy yeah your digestive enzymes will will help with the but something like the fat burner um, is to literally burn that fat that's accumulating around the body and it'll help you know with a just boost things along and I'm not talking about losing stones I'm talking about where you just you know you've well you feel bloated yeah and it will it will help that Claire you're uh, you're a fountain of knowledge I know we love having you on the show to tell us all about it but like that you offer so much more at um, at the natural health store anybody does want to uh, want to specifically chat to you about something they can of course call in to you and uh, we're promoting shopping and supporting local this fest season as well so um, if anybody uh, if anybody has any questions for you Claire they'll be into the natural health store yeah over at the market cross town unfortunately I'm not up there today but we've a great team there behind us in the Kilkenny store and they'll be more than happy to answer all your questions uh, so thanks for having me on thanks a million Claire listen listening. happy Christmas to you as well yeah. and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll chat to you again in the new year absolutely thanks Thanks, Emil lovely to chat to you thanks so much Claire thank you that is uh, that is our healthy habits so thank you so much to Claire for that Angela you'd swear um, you'd think that Edward Hayden is still here because I'm late for news would be very proud of me too much chatting going on here on the Saturday show as usual we're heading over to get the uh, the latest in the news and sport with the lovely Angela Doyle Stewart a little little bit late but she doesn't mind and listen we're doing it for Edward Hayden I'll be back just after this healthy habits on Casey Yellower with natural health store and Irish brand One Nutrition Ashwagandha giving you a little energy support with magnesium and zinc formulated to support energy available at Natural Health Store Market Cross feel good on the inside Saturday show on KCLR with thanks to Lyrath Estate gift a memory this Christmas with a Lyrath Estate gift feature visit lyrath.com now you are tuned to the Saturday show with Ashling MacDonald this morning um, a big hello to you and welcome along now we do want to say the very best of luck to O'Loughlin Gales lots of texts coming in for the uh, for the O'Loughlin's crew and a big hello and best luck from Andrew and Sam who are tuned our way this morning and are heading up to the match today so O'Loughlin's a boo and uh, yes best of luck to the lads there lots more texts coming in as well let me see uh, go Billy go no stopping you and that comes in from Rathana Drama group that was for Billy Canning who joined us earlier to chat all about the iDrone um, drama group from Boris so thank you so much Billy lots of texts came in for you a very very popular man lots of other texts coming in for uh, we've got two competitions running today of course we do we have lots happening and I will tell you about this one now yes because this is very very exciting today we have opened the second window on the KCLR advent calendar and we have some lovely treats to give away each between now and Christmas. So today we have a 50 euro voucher from Petals and Blooms Florist in Thomastown. To win, all you have to do is text the word Petals followed by your name and address to 083-306-9696. You can, of course, enter as many times as you like. Shannon is going to announce the winner between 6 and 7 tonight. Now, even if you don't win tonight, okay, you could win on Christmas Eve. Well, how are you going to do this, says you? Well... We have another 50 euro voucher from Petals and Blooms Florist to be won together with the second set of all other prizes given away on this year's KCLR Advent Calendar. 
So all of the texts that we receive between now and Christmas go into the draw for the bumper prize on Christmas Eve. How do you enter for today and for Christmas Eve? Well, all you have to do is send us a text starting with the words Petals followed by your name and address to 083 306 9696 and you will be in the draw to win. Carlo Kilkenny KCLR Now I'm delighted to be joined by my next guest because at this time of year everybody is uh, they're kind of thinking what am I going to get my dad my sister my son my brother my friend for Christmas and one of the most perfect gifts I think you can give somebody is a book and one of our favourite bookshops well my favourite bookshop in Kilkenny is of course Can's Bookshop on James Street in Kilkenny and Can joins us from uh, Can's Bookstore Can well Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Can, it's always this time of year that I, that I love to catch up with you and uh, and have a chat about uh, about the store itself, about you and about the wonderful books that you that you have to sell there and you bring them in to us to talk to us about them. But something very special this year, I know, and we're all about supporting local mm. and shopping local, but you are supporting local so incredibly today, Can, because we were just chatting off air. It's mostly nearly all Kilkenny authors. Honestly, I'm not just saying this. I was absolutely aghast. Yeah. Between our, our local talent, yes, our yeah. national talent and yeah. our international talent. It's incredible. I don't think there's any county in Ireland, if, if any other bookseller was doing this, whether it be Dublin, Cork, Galway, wherever else, would have actually such an array of talent. I really don't think they would. Like, and such an array of genres of books as well. Absolutely. And I mean, we really need to be maybe promoting ourselves a bit more. Mm-hmm. And you know and maybe sticking out our chests a bit and promoting ourselves more because honestly we have such talent it's incredible to see I mean I was just shocked because we were chatting during the week about some of the books that you were going to talk about and then as you obviously you chose a lot of the Kilkenny ones but as I was looking them up then I couldn't get over the names I recognised it's just it's fantastic to promote Kilkenny um, in general we're we're known for lots of different things in the city but authors now is something else that we can write on on our CV so it's fantastic to to see it uh, can't start off first of all I know there's one book that you're going to tell us about first okay first book I started with um, I Am The Wind of course mm-hmm. it's beautifully illustrated hardback collection of Irish poems lovely in both English and Irish lovely I love it yeah and it starts and it has medieval poems and many poems that we recognise in new ones fantastic okay. it is really a really they say the age range I'm always very kind of mm. I'm never mad about this area right yeah. five to nine but I think a whole family would enjoy it and it's beautifully illustrated now um, it is uh, put together by Sarah Webb and by Lucinda Jacob and it is published by Little Island lovely yeah. okay fantastic so yeah. that's a nice that's kind of nearly like a nice book obviously for the kids yeah. one of those coffee table books as well poetry is for all ages for everybody and yeah. it brings back lovely memories as well because you'll recognise a lot of the poems which is nice Anna Squelga yeah. as well absolutely so caters for everybody Brilliant. nice to see our culture as well exactly 100% yeah. 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 You know. wonderful the next book we're going to start off with the kids books I love this this is the uh, Search for the Black Mirror and this is Helena Duggan um, I was looking this up it sounds like a great book. Oh, this is a brilliant book. Yeah. And also, um, as I would say, um, bang on trend, as yes. I would say, because, of course, it's about the eco. This is actually the second book in the series. Okay. And it's actually a, it is actually a trilogy. The first book is called The, Li- the Light Thief. So it is. Now, this is a gripping and mysterious and and it is also a mystery book, but it's an eco-adventure book series. Okay. 
So it is. And basically it's based on the idea that only children can save the world. Maybe mm-hmm. they have a point. Yes. We're not doing such a good job ourselves. There so you maybe. Go. Right. Um, uh, the energy from the sun is actually being destroyed. And this is catastrophic for the planet and for, and for us. Yeah. So the three friends are trying to find out how it's been done. But they know who the culprit is. His name is Howard Ranson. Okay. And they decide to stop him and they have to use a black mirror in order to do this. This is very important. This is actually a modern classic. I mean, I can see this book being read in 50 years' time wow. because of the topic it deals with. 100% and movie-worthy. Is, you oh, know, yeah, exactly. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, Helena now, I mean, she's talking about uh, well authors are doing. I mean, Helena's mm. on the international stage. Mm. I mean, her last series was, um, was translated into many languages. Mm-hmm. And once this trilogy, the third part of this trilogy is, is, is written, I'm sure it will be it would be translated into many languages and it's also an area of great interest to everybody of course it is and it's a great way for kids to learn more about it as well because I love this time is running out can kids really save the world they definitely can I mean I do as I said and I can see it being promoted more and more Mm -hmm. I can see this being a book is always selling which is great great to see it the next one is uh, our Kilkenny uh, Kilkenny lady Ivani Quillen and this is the great Irish book of Gaelic games this is uh, a monstrosity of a book I'm going to say it's huge absolutely huge the illustration is fantastic so eye-catching but it's fantastic to uh, to see Ivan take to the take to writing such a fantastic book for kids but I also think adults everybody's oh, going to enjoy this absolutely. book absolutely I mean this is part of a series that Gil bring out every single year yeah. they've brought out one on politics one on farming I mean I, I have them all and I love them one on mm. history and I have to say Ivan herself did an absolutely wonderful job on the book and on promoting the book she came down to sign the book with us and all the customers loved her including myself yeah she's now, a lovely I'll lady give you a little rundown yeah on, on the book okay and I, I love the way she has the book divided into different sections mm-hmm. uh, this this book basically tells us the history of the GAA and it calls hurling the big ball hurling and camogie the big mm-hmm. ball um, and Oh, no, sorry. It calls hurling and camogie the small ball. Small and ball. it calls the Gaelic football the big ball. Okay. It talks about the excitement on the day. Yes. Yeah. You know, the cameras, yeah. uh, you know, getting up, getting ready, the whole... And there's nothing like it. And I know there's hundreds of boys and girls, sure. even now across Kilkenny and Carlow as well, up to uh, going up to Croke Park today yeah. to cheer on O'Loughlin Gales. So it's brilliant. Camogie is class. She has yeah. a point here. Camogie versus hurling. Yeah. All of the... Uh, to be t- honest with you, I had no idea there was that actually differences between camogie yeah. and hurling so she gives us these as well in nice little uh, little box out yeah. formats the famous hurling teams we have Tipperary Wexford Kilkenny yeah. Cork Galway Clare Limerick Offaly Tipperary the, the years that they yeah. won um, the senior All-Ireland that were won listen it's fantastic it's great to see it Ballyhale Shamrock's there of course getting a shout out in the book as well this is Wonderful, absolutely wonderful. We see the legendary hurling managers, of course, of our time: Brian Cody uh, for Kilkenny, Liam Griffin of Wexford, Donal O'Grady of Cork, John Kiley of Limerick, and Jarlock Nan of Clare, just to name a few in it as well. It is a, it's a big book for uh, for any GAA hurling fans. Oh, it's a brilliant book. Mm. I mean, it's a, and it's a great book for house. Yes, you know, you could see grandfathers and and grandchildren. You could see mothers and children. You could yeah. see. I mean, Angela, the Downey sisters are in it as well. I mean, 
And it's absolutely brilliant. It so is. It okay, is. fantastic. Pick, yeah. There you go. That is Ivani Quillen's The Great Irish Book of Gaelic Games. I would say Santa Claus has a list, oh, a yeah. long list gone oh, into no. you, obviously already yeah. can, but I'd say that is going yeah. to be very busy for very Santa Claus. Bu- that's actually gone to its second publication. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. brilliant to so, hear. So, I mean, it's, I mean, and Ivan herself is doing a wonderful job of promoting it as Which well. Which great, yes. And she's such a lovely, yeah. lovely lady as well. The next one we have there are The Climbing Boys. Now, we yeah. actually did speak to local author Anne Murta on the yeah. show recently as well. It's a lovely book. Oh, yeah. I said in Dublin in 1830 and uh, chatting about the brave young friends find a way out of darkness. This could be this could be a perfect present for uh, for any little boys or girls that you know that enjoy reading. Oh yeah, and, and love history. Love and Anne herself is a historian as well, yes, yeah. so she does, and she does actually. What I've heard from word of mouth now is that mm. she does an absolutely brilliant workshop. Apparently brilliant at it because of the research she does. There you go. Yeah. So it's said to be, uh, Anne herself is said to be one of the fast becoming mm. one of our most accomplished historical novelists for children, which is great to see Definitely. the books for children. The next one that we have there on the list, I can, is the Black, um, an Irish book. Yeah. And this is by um, Leon Diop and Brianna Fitzsimons. Legends, Trailblazers and Everyday Heroes. This is a lovely book. Now it has my, it has my, my, well, personally speaking, I have three favourite people in it. Yes, okay, tell I us. have Ruth Nagna. Do you remember her? I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. She was on Love Hate. Yes. Yeah, yes. she's in Hollywood oh, she's now. Fantastic. Oh, she's oh, fantastic. Oh, she's a fantastic actress, yes. yes. Then, of course, we have Phil in it. Yes. The oh absolutely my incredible musician. Yeah. Right. And, of course, we have Paul McGrath, brilliant footballer. Fantastic footballer. Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. there's lots more in it, but I there just There are three standouts. Yeah, I just picked my favourite. Lovely. Fantastic. Right. Another great children's book there. Now we're moving Moving on to uh, to the adults books, uh, would you say? And this is, yeah. of course, uh, Jimmy Rashigan's book, Treasure Lost, Treasure Found. Um, a lovely, lovely book. Uh, this beautiful book. Yeah. This is it. This is it. It is both a personal kind of memory of Jimmy. Yeah. Of Jimmy, uh, of Jimmy growing up in Fatima Place, but it's a, it is also a history of Kilkenny in a bygone era so yeah. it is like what I love about it is you you open it up and one day you pick up something that reminds you of Elliot's yes then another day I was looking at the Black Cat at the Black Cat pub which is now gone yeah. and then there's all of the, the the stories he tells all of the personal stories that Jimmy tells great storyteller brilliant storyteller yeah. and, and they're really funny but they'll be lost in history only for Jimmy yeah there you go and now, to have them written down in a book it's incredible it is an absolute ideal Christmas present but it is also ideal for any Kilkenny person living abroad Lovely. I mean I gave it to my uncle in Australia yes, absolutely yeah. loved it so he did and it's a nice size as well that it can be beautiful posted. size for yeah. posting and there's lots and lots and lots of photographs so so it is and I love the cover yes. because the cover is actually three different generations but it also shows like obviously Jimmy's mother was a very stylish woman in her lovely coat yes, and, yeah. and everything it's, and it's just as I said it tells of a bygone a bygone history in Kenny it's very interesting Fantastic. and you can pick it up Every time you pick it up, you'll get something from something it. Something new from yeah. it, which is yeah. fantastic. Like, Another Kilkenny book that we have is The Kilkenny's Deadly Years. Yeah. This uh, this is by Donald Cadogan. Um, this is a really interesting one because it's in a, it's 230 pages plus yeah. and he concentrates on the years from 1823 to 1923 and introduces us to crime that you wouldn't believe would have existed back in the day. 
I think it says a lot about human nature. Oh, <laughs> Don't did you? Yeah. I think there's a very dark side to us. Oh, little Kenny. Oh, little That's what I'd have to say. Murder, child, and executions yeah. in Kilkenny. Okay, there's another great Kilkenny deadly years. Yeah, yeah. And can before we uh, before we let you go, we want to talk about the main event as well with the uh, with a very local author, Rachel O'Dwyer. Oh, Rachel who I didn't Dwyer. know was from Kilkenny. She actually lives in Lyrat. Oh yes, yeah. 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 Uh, she actually uh, lives. Actually, Rachel is a, Rachel is your nearest neighbour. She actually lives across the road. She would have grown up across the road from Lyra. Isn't that incredible? This and I didn't is know. an incredible book. Tolkien. This is all about money mm. and how money is being got rid of basically by all the digital companies that yes. are giving us tokens how phones Bitcoin yeah, crypto, we're hearing everything. all of this oh, I don't think any we don't well maybe yeah. a lot of people do understand it but we just hear these words being thrown out a lot but Rachel has really do, like dived into it all and the future of money in the age of the platform it's and incredible really it should be for any business student yeah. anybody interested in banking anybody interested in finance and anybody just generally interested now I'm a cash girl yeah. love cash yeah, and I find it's a struggle continually struggle to keep I can only imagine yeah, yes yeah, because I feel that they'll know everything about me in life and I want to keep my freedom yes. this book really really interested me and I, when I read this book I understood what a struggle it was but we all have to keep going so we do yeah we you do know, don't we know, we really yeah, do yeah. and this, the, some of the things in it are, yeah. are fantastic so basically it's an essential read for anyone concerned with digital money inequality and the future of the economy yeah. a great Christmas yeah. present and our business yeah you know business, business yeah banking just general business brilliant brilliant book there you go my opinion actually won, um, won a competition in America but hasn't really been promoted here okay fantastic yeah. listen this looks absolutely fantastic Rachel O'Dwyer with the tokens, a very local author as well to us. So it's great to see all of the local, the local now, authors with can us. We yes. also give uh, a book that I really do want to talk about, which is Power Family Memoir, yes. published by Hero Books. Yes, tell okay. us all about this. Now, this is so important. The proceeds of all of this book are going to Quishnor and to Carlo Kilkenny Home Home Care That's Team. Fantastic. In fairness to the Power Family, yeah. right? This is a course based on the successful hurling family. Yes, the story of, course, of the Richie successful senior and Richie Junior. junior right, but. It also tells a very dark side mm. about Richie's gambling, but it is extremely important. It tells the story of how difficult it is to get to the top mm. and to stay at the top and all of the problems with it. Also, which is extremely important, it actually has a very good ending. And Richie himself would say how happy he is today and he never thought he'd have the life he has today. Now, there's more books in Richie. I would love to see to see um, children's book or um, or a young teenage book in Richie because I think he has a lot to tell. He has a fantastic story. He has a fantastic story to tell, and he also has a very positive. Out- he also has a very. He also has a very positive outcome to tell mm. at the end of all the darkness. And I have to say, this is a very brave book, and this is why I like it so much. Just great, and again local heroes yeah. and stars yeah yeah, and it is telling a very true story mm-hmm. and I would like to wish the Power family all the best with the success of this book fantastic power yeah. a family memoir and as you mentioned all uh, all proceeds raised are going towards Cushnor and Kilkenny Carlo home care team yeah. two very deserving um, charities across Carlo and Kilkenny and it's a it's a lovely story about a, a father and his son and uh, and their life 
Absolutely. And, and as I just said, and, it, and, and I think a lot of people would identify with it in different ways. I mean, the powers are, are I, mean, they're, I mean, what could we call them? They're, uh, they're extremely gifted sports people. I mean, extremely gifted. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. And it's lovely to, uh, to, see, to see them have opened up yeah. and give their story yeah. as well. That is Power of Family Memoir. Can you have come in with such a fantastic array of books. I'm very proud that, uh, that you chose so many Kilkenny authors. It wasn't a hard job, as you said, to do. It was an easy job for you to pick some of the very best authors that are on the scene for Christmas 2023. And uh, they all just happen to be from uh, from Kilkenny. I'll give one more. I know we're running out of time. Um, a Thread of Violence by Mark O'Connell. Okay. They're for the pharmacist from Kilkenny. Absolutely brilliant book Another about Malcolm one. MacArthur. All I'll say is he writes like silk. Okay. Now, can mm-hmm. myself, Can's books and the Orchard House pub, please uh, wish O'Loughlin Gales the very best of luck today. We'll be all rooting for you. And can I say hello to my children, to Robin particularly, and my son Harry. Oh, hello to Robin and Harry as well. And yes, the very best of O'Loughlin's. We're all uh, we're all rooting for them and it's going to be fantastic. And uh, a book there that uh, that we can, you very kindly given us to give away as well. Everybody, we have a, it's all competitions this morning, but we do have a, um, a copy of Ivani Quillen's The Great Irish Book of Gaelic Games. Text me in, um, text me in any, uh, your favourite GAA um, team. That's what we'll say, your favourite GAA team, whether it's your local club, Kilkenny, Carlo, Leisha, it could be anybody at all, but uh, maybe your favourite local GAA club and we'll be picking a winner for that. A fantastic book uh, from Ivani Quillen and uh, yes, I can feel it already. Santa Claus will be very busy um, bringing this book to lots of boys and girls across Carlo and Kilkenny. Can of Can Bookstore in James Street, Kilkenny. Thank you so much for joining us as always to tell us all about the uh, the great books that we have um, around Carlo and Kilkenny and the perfect gift this Christmas. Thanks a million for joining us. Carlo Kilkenny KCLR Now you are tuned to the Saturday show here on KCLR and uh, lots happening on the show my goodness it's a very very busy show this morning my next guest I am very very excited to have a chat with him and um, I'm going to introduce him straight away it is the one and only the legend Phil Coulter Phil thank you so much for joining us on the show My great pleasure Ashley. nice to chat to you Lovely Sunny Saturday morning absolutely there you go. It's lovely to have you on. Phil, you're on to tell us all about um, your upcoming show in Carlo, as you will be here down this neck of the woods on Thursday, the 7th of December, in the Visual Theatre in Carlo for your uh, for your show, Four Score and Then. Mm. Yeah, we're, we're, we're sort of halfway through. I think last night, for example, we played uh, the Board Gash in, uh, in Dublin, which was our fir- my first time to play there. It's... it's uh, it's the biggest theatre of Dublin, like 2,000 seaters, so it was a big ask, but it was a, it was a terrific night. Um, and that's, that's the order of the day, you know, with Dublin last night, Carlo next week, and then mm. we're on the road right up until uh, the 31st of December. We have a nice handy gig on New Year's Eve. We're in Bantry, Country Cork. Uh, so we've been all over the country, north, south, east and west, from Navan to Cavan, from Ennis to Enniskillen, from Ballymaloo to Ballymena. We've been everywhere. You've been absolutely everywhere, Phil. It's amazing. What can fans, I suppose, now that are from Carlo and Kilkenny that will be attending the Carlo show, what can they expect on the night? Well, what it is, it's a kind of a, it's sort of a, a retrospective. It's a trawl through. I mean, I, I, I'm celebrating like 56 years in the music industry. Amazing. And so the show is is um, a kind of a trawl through. Look, luckily, I've had a lot of songs, a lot of hits mm-hmm. in my time. But what it is, it's a combination of the some of the songs choose themselves. I think you know, I, mean, I, I have to do 
China loves so well. I have to do Ireland's Call. Yeah. I have to do Steal Away. I have to do The Old Man. I have to do Golden Silver Day. I have to do Scorn Not His Simplicity. Those those kind of songs choose themselves. But there's an added ingredient in that um, we have we have compiled um, us from from video archive. We have uh, we have video as well on the screen. So, for example, just to set it all in context, Ashley, when when uh, before I sing uh, Scorn Not His Simplicity, there is an archive, black and white archive of Luke Kelly talking about the first time he heard the song, the first time I'd played it to him. There's an archive from, from Sinead O'Connor talking about uh, our, our relationship when I project her. Um, uh, there's, there's Brian Morrison, there's Billy Connolly, all of these, all on screen. So it's a, it's a kind of trawl through uh, the career, all the songs and, and the stories behind the songs and some of the some of the visuals from the uh, from the characters that I worked with. It's amazing. It sounds incredible. And Phil, you have uh, you've been very lucky through the years. You have written some incredible music, and there's there's a lot of songs there that you have uh, that you've mentioned that I want to talk to you about all of them. But uh, but one in particular is um, the Ireland's Call. Obviously, we all know it. And I'm wondering now if you by any chance saw the late late toy show last week, oh, where the young man Stevie Mulrooney sang your song so. Very proudly. I know. I know. Oh, Phil, I think we're going to. The line is dropping there, Phil. What? Because we really want to have a chat with you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to play um, a song, and our producer Tara is going to give you a call back just off the air there, just to see if we can if we can get a better line with you there, Phil. If that's okay, because uh, we don't want to miss we don't want to miss the chat with you there, Phil. So our uh, our producer Tara will call you back now, Tara. If that's okay, we're going to do that, and I'm going to go to a quick ad break, and we'll be back hopefully with Phil Coulter uh, just after this. Saturday show on KCLR with thanks to Lyrath Estate. Gift a memory this Christmas with a Lyrath Estate gift feature. Visit lyrath.com. Now you are tuned to the Saturday show here with McDonald on KCLR and we have reconnected the line now with Phil Coulter. Phil, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I'm just enjoying the sunshine here in a lovely bright but crisp and cold County Wicklow. Brilliant. Listen, it's great to have you back there. Sorry about that. The the lines seem to be dropping in and out. Just before we lost you there, we were chatting about um, our young Kilkenny hero, Stevie Mulrooney, uh, who, was, uh, who was on the Late Late Toy Show, singing um, your song Ireland's Call so, so proudly. It must have been amazing for you to see that. Yeah, it gave me a great, uh, gave me a great laugh. Yeah. I mean, he's he's uh, he's a plucky little fellow. He really is. I loved, I loved when uh, when Bundiaki and, and and his colleague kind of surrounded the little guy, <laughs> and he was completely dumbstruck. It was so funny. He said the best day of my life. It was it was so sweet. It really was. It's great. You know, it's great when a song passes uh, into any public awareness like that. When you've got kids of his age uh, that are singing the song, um, I, I must say that, that uh, I had this great story. Of a little a little kid down in in, in Cork, little little uh, six year old who's who's been taught Ireland's call in uh, in school and warm up to the to the World Cup, and so his dad picks him up in the car, and he's in the back seat, all all excited about the World Cup and about rugby. And dad says, "Well, sing me a bit of of uh, Ireland's call." Yeah. So he goes from the walls of Limerick to Dublin Bay for the four proud Protestants in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, music through generations is there's 
something very, very yeah. special about it, isn't there? Now, Phil, I can't say that I was, uh, I didn't grow up, I suppose, when you were, uh, when you were at your, you still are at your music peak, but my grandparents would have always been huge fans of you and would have often sang your music. One in particular, um, the song that they used to sing the whole time, and I'm sure it is one of the most, one of the most popular ones is The Town I Love So Well. It always kind of brings a tear to my eye nearly when I hear that song now, because it does remind me of the times that they used to sing it to me. You did write yeah. that song 50 years ago, uh, Phil, about um, about your lovely town, Derry. Can you tell us yeah. about the town of Derry at that time that you wrote that song for? Well, it was very bleak, you know. It was very bleak. Uh, the, the troubles were at their worst. Um, we had uh, we had internment um, where ordinary Jews were just dragged out of their bed at four o'clock in the morning and interned for no better reason than that they played GAA or that they spoke Irish or played mm-hmm. Irish music. Um, they, the British authorities had very poor intelligence, so they they threw their net very wide, and they were just pulling pulling people uh, into internment. So that um, that was a sort of a downward spiral in in uh, in there. And it became very bleak. Um, you know, there were there were there were army checkpoints on on, on street corners. There were there were there were army patrols with loaded rifles just walking through the shopping areas. Um, it was it was generally very 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 very. I mean, Derry had been a very musical town when I was growing up. Yeah. You know, but the, the, the sort of the glee and the music went out of it. Um, and going back there to visit, I mean, I was living in London at the time, but I was back regularly to visit my family. Yeah. And I just saw uh, as each month would pass in my in my absence, when I would go back, I think, God, it's got worse. Um, so I thought, you know, this is something historic, this is something traumatic, this is something radical that's happening in my town, um, and it should be captured in a song. And I remember saying to myself, well, what are you waiting for? You know, who's going to write the song if you can't do it? Because, you know, it's your town and you've experienced it, so you should bring that personal experience to bear in the song. It's um, It was one of the longest songs in terms of composing, Ashling, because, well, it was a very highly charged uh, atmosphere up there. Um, and I was very careful not to kind of step over the line. I mean, there were some words. I, what I, what we didn't need was another rebel song. You know, this is an anti-violent song from whatever the wherever it comes. So I had to be very careful in my choice of the words. But I knew I knew that I'd kind of pulled it off the first time I sang it to Luke Kelly. I could tell by his reaction. He was impressed. Um, yeah, yeah. Because had he not been impressed, he would have been the first to tell me it was it was it was, it was bullshit. You know, I mean, he would have been the very first. <laughs> but uh, so I gave me a good, I gave me a good indication when having sung the song for Luke, which was in, um, I have to tell you, it was in Sheffield. Uh, I was recording the Dubliners up in in, uh, in a, a working men's club, and uh, I, I said to Luke, "Right, come down tomorrow." Um, and I play a new song. Mm. I, d- I wanted to do it in private, not not in public with the rest of the band. And Luke came down to uh, to my rather rather dim lit bedroom. I sat on one uh, of the of the twin beds. He sat on the other. I picked up my guitar and I sang the town of so well from beginning to end with my eyes closed because I didn't want to see Kelly's reaction while I was still <laughs> singing it. Uh, and it, it, you know, I didn't want to see if he was kind of like reacting, uh, you know, negatively to the whole thing. So when I finished and I looked across it, at Luke, finally it went my eyes when I played the last chord and there were tears in Luke Kelly's eyes mm. that's the moment I knew I've touched Luke Kelly so if I can touch Luke Kelly this song has, has hit the mark it's just incredible and even 50 years later it's such a meaningful song to so many people 
Well, just just last year, I had a, it was a big weekend for my, in my life because on the Friday I was given the freedom of the city of Derry um, in the Guild Hall there by the council, yeah. which was which was terrific. You know, uh, in my in my line of country, you know, you you you, you probably get awards. You know, you get a, um, a Grammy award, or you get a you get a gold album, or you get a this, that, and the other. But to get an award from your own people at your own place is very important. Very important to me. Derry is very important to me. And then the following day, the Saturday after, um, there were three thousand people turned up in Edmonton Square which is a big open space overlooking the city and overlooking the river 3,000 people turned up for an epic sing-along of the town I love so well that was uh, that was a standout experience of all the versions I've sung that song at so many places yeah. so many occasions from the White House to Carnegie Hall um, to the Opera House in Sydney I mean I've played it I've played that in so many places but that it was like the song coming home you know when I sang it up in Derry Oh, isn't that lovely? And that was actually a question that I did want to ask you. What has been, I suppose, your standout musical moment throughout the years? That has to be one of them. If not the one, certainly one of them. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been very fortunate, you know, that I've had I've had uh, my fair share of, of of high spots. I mean, I suppose when I was when I was just cutting my teeth as a songwriter, trying to get my first break to win the Eurovision Song Contest in 1967 with Puppet on a String, that would have to be that was my breakthrough, really. Um, that was that kind of announced my arrival on the, on the music scene in in London as uh, you know as a serious contender. Serious. The UK, and funny enough, I won it for 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 Great Britain, of course, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, that was uh, that was a standard. And then the next year, um, to come within one point of winning again with congratulations. Those are moments early on in my career that certainly would be would be standouts. Again, you know, once I started performing after the success of, of my piano, I'd never really planned to be a performer. I have to say, I was happily making my my career, making my living as a, as a songwriter, as a record producer, as a conductor, and an orchestrator. Um, but then I made I made the Anno albums, Classic Tranquility and Sea of Tranquility. Just, I, I promised myself for years that I would get around to doing that just uh, to, uh, with the piano and the strings, just to, to, to play the songs that I'd loved, the songs that I grew up with. Mm. At no time when I was making those albums did I have to refer to um, a sheet music, buy music to see, like, or, or talk to a publisher, can you send me the music for this, that, and I knew them all because I'd grown up with them and they're all in my head and on my heart. Um, and that, the, the, so that, that transition from being a background boy to being a performer on stage was uh, was uh, quite an adventure and again a great thrill you know to play to play Carnegie Hall um, uh, first time that was uh, that was a standout absolutely played it, well, played it a number of times since but the first time is always a bit scary oh my goodness you've had a lot uh, you've had a huge career Phil during the years obviously we were talking about the, the Eurovision there obviously it was huge for Ireland especially back in the day do you still enjoy the Eurovision now as much as you did then or has it changed Oh, it's changed totally. I mean, I still enjoy it because, yeah. um, you know, uh, I, I, I pop it on a string in, in, in 67. Congratulations in, in, in 68. In one. 1970... Yeah, in 1970, I was the, I was the producer and the orchestrator and the publisher of all, all kinds of everything. So I was a first, a second, and a first. Mm. And then four years later, in 1974, I was asked by the country of Luxembourg to write the song and find the singer to represent Luxembourg. Luxembourg, you see, is a very small country, mm. so they don't have any home 
grown talent really to speak of. So uh, every year they would ask, their, they were cherry picked from their neighbours, be it be, uh, uh, Holland, be it France, right. be it Italy, be it whatever. So they, they, they could cherry pick from their neighbours. And for that reason, they had uh, the best track record in the Eurovision up until uh, Ireland hit our stride. So anyway, Luxembourg asked me to, to write the song and find a singer. And that is how I, f- I first met my wife, Geraldine oh, Brannigan. Wow, okay. um, yeah, because on a, an auditioning for that particular job, yeah, um, um, Geraldine was 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 the standard, um, and that was the start of of uh, well, well I, I, we're, we're now uh, we, we're married with with six kids, so um, I I owe the Eurovision I owe the Eurovision for that as well. <laughs> you owe so the professionally and personally, yes, you do. Of yeah, course, of course, it's loomed kind of large in my life. There you go, Phil. You talk about all of the I suppose the different the the, the songs that you had in the Eurovision, but in general as well um, as a performer and a songwriter from your ballads of uh, The Town I Love So Well to, uh, to your yeah. Bay City roller days with the, with the Saturday Night. Do you have a favourite genre that you do write or is it just pen to paper and you get the tune and, you know, how do you go about it? Well, these, I mean, through my career, one thing I learned when I was, when I was, uh, when I was serving my time from, from the first three or four years in, uh, in Tin Pan Alley in Denmark Street in London that's really learning the craft of songwriting learning your trade mm. um, and one, of, one of the things if you're embarking your career as a professional songwriter um, in order to survive you have to be flexible enough to write in different genres you know so mm. like um, Puppet on a String is a million miles away from Scorn Not His Simplicity that's which is a million miles away from, from Ireland's Call which is a million miles away from The Town I Love So Well so you have to be able to, to, to move within the genres otherwise you're going to get you, you're going to get boxed in, in one particular area you know and I was would never have been comfortable doing that these days I mean I don't write so much pop songs anymore I mean now I would be I'd, be, I'd, I'd write more kind of um, uh, I suppose like uh, acoustic folk oriented songs mm. uh, most recently most recently um uh, of our six kids, um, there's now become a tradition. I think has grown up on our in our family. Where yeah. As each of our kids has got married, Daddy writes a new song, oh, a wow. new piece of music for the ceremony. Lovely. Yeah, and our youngest daughter, who lives out in in, in LA, um, she got married in uh, at the end of September down in in Spain. Lovely. And so um, I had written a, a, a brand new song called uh, "In Perfect Harmony." And uh, one of my guests on the on the on the show next week, for example, um, is George Hutton. Brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant tenor from uh, from Derry. Young, uh, handsome guy. I mean, looks looks more he belongs to a boy band than a, a, a people expect a tenor. But anyway, <laughs> he was on hand to sing this. And in fact, in the show, as part of the as part of the visuals, we have a little two minute, uh, lovely little video film of that wedding. So we see the wedding in in the sunlight. See see my daughter and and her husband. See George singing the song in the the blue skies or whatever. As the song brings the song to life. So you know, I'm still you know still writing. Still liked them and still enjoying it. Oh, that's fantastic to hear. Phil, during the week we did obviously hear the sad news of the passing of Shane McGowan. As an Irish musician yeah. and songwriter, did you come across them much in the business? Of course, our past would have crossed. Mm. Okay, I remember. I remember we did it. We, we we on one of my albums. I think it was called Local Hero. We did an orchestral version of uh, of, of uh, Fairy Tale of New York. Lovely. And Shane was being interviewed, and some kind of smart ass reporter was saying, uh, "Shane, uh, what do you make of of Phil Coulter recording um, the title of so well?" And Shane says, "I think the question should be." How much am I going to make of Phil Coulter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The stories about him, though, he seemed to be a, a right old character anyway. 
he was his own man, Shane. You know, he was his own man. I mean, he wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but you know, he, uh, you know, for a songwriter, the best you can hope for is that you 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 can leave some kind of a legacy of a couple of songs that will be around when you're not around. Mm-hmm. And certainly, uh, uh, as we're going to hear in the next number of weeks, like Fairy Tale of New York has now become like a, a part of Christmas. It has, and not only here in Ireland, but but like around the world. So that's a that's a great gift because it's a, it's a, it was a wonderful record and a great song. It just captured that whole thing of, of Irish immigrants you know God knows we still have plenty of them there you go we sure do Phil Coulter listen time is running out unfortunately it's time I'm going to have to say goodbye to you thank you so much for joining me on the show it was absolutely pleasure to chat to you and um, I'm sure lots of uh, lots of our listeners from Ryan Carlo and Kilkenny would be delighted to see you next Thursday the 7th of December at the wonderful Visual Theatre in Carlo. I can't wait. I can't wait. We always have a great night there. And I always remember, we always have a great lively audience. So I'm looking forward to that immensely. There you go. We're a lively bunch down here um, in Carlo and Kilkenny. Phil, listen, the very best of luck. A very Merry Christmas. And thank you so much for joining me on the show. Thank you, Ashton. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you. ECLR. Now, you're very welcome back to the Saturday show with Ashling MacDonald. I'm delighted to be joined in studio by Tom Kyo, choirmaster, and Avril Matthews, committee member of the Kilkenny Choir. And uh, you're both telling me about, um, you're here to talk about obviously the Christmas concert that is taking place in St. Canice's um, Catholic Church, Dean Street, Kilkenny, on Sunday, the 10th of December. But before we get to that, you're busy today, Avril. You're in McDonough Junction today. Yes, indeed, Ashley. Come in there to the microphone now. Yeah, good woman, you're yourself that's it now tell us all about it so we can hear you thank you very much Ashling. indeed thank you for having us on yes today we are half the choir mm-hmm. are singing in the McDonough Junction at three o'clock today and the reason for that is we don't normally do this um, thing this type of singing in shopping centres mm-hmm. but this year it's a special year because Cushnore and I think everybody is familiar with Cushnore and the support that they give to people and their families that have cancer yeah. and it's a, it's a wonderful service and it's very important in Kilkenny but they have launched their new programme which is a give of a gift of care okay. campaign. It's a new campaign that they have. They need to to raise two million euro in order to fund the new premises that they are purchasing and to furnish it and for the running costs for the first year in that building. So we would very much like to help Kushnor raise the money. So. For that reason, we're singing in the McDonough at three o'clock today and I hope we have lots of shoppers will come and support. Oh, I'm sure they will. And you know what? It's a lovely time of year because we're all out shopping, supporting local and then to have lovely music from uh, from the Kilkenny Choir and to support Cushnore as well. It's a perfect day out. Uh, Tom, are you going to talk us through some of the, um, the lovely music that we're going to hear at the Christmas concert? Obviously, the very special guest, Claudia Boyle, joining you on Sunday the 10th of December. Yeah, so thanks very much for having us yeah. on. Very welcome. Um, yeah, I suppose the highlight of our or the giveaway is Claudia Boyle. Yes, yeah, <laughs> um, fantastic. But the Kilkenny Choir have been performing uh, or rehearsing since uh, September. Uh, we go right through to April and we have okay. two concerts a year. Um, and I suppose this is the first one. Um, it's on the 10th of December and it really, we feel it kicks off Christmas in Kilkenny in a great way. Um, we are, are, I suppose the music we're featuring this year is... Um, 
a mix of traditional uh, music like your Joy to the World or Come All You Faithful so oh, bring classics. your singing voices yes. um, and feel free to join in with us on the very well known ones and then um, a few uh, additional ones that you know people who would tune into King's Nine Lessons and Carols um, on Christmas Eve would be a huge tradition so um, a mainstay in, in Nine Lessons and Carols would be John Rutter as the composer if anybody who listens to that uh, broadcast so we're featuring John Rutter's music as well and we have a selection of his music and then some of the more modern like well known by everybody that yeah. famous give a give a give a give a garment oh, yes, the carol yes, of the yes. bells the ones we can all sing along to yeah Love absolutely it. finger uh, foot tappers and yes, um, yes. We'll all so yeah it's a huge variation we're not mm-hmm. doing a major work this year in our concert um, we're focusing solely on Christmas um, the, the time of half four is sort of being carefully chosen to tie in with people who are still in town shopping and wrapping up and that allows them to get into festive spirit before maybe having a warm drink when they get home later that day uh, later that evening so the highlight then is, um, you know, this year we're really fortunate to have secured Claudia Boyle yes. as our guest soloist. And Claudia is like world famous. She's throughout the world. Um, she's huge in um, Europe and in Italy specifically. Yeah. And, you know, obviously was one of the, the top names there in the Wexford Opera Festival just Fantastic. a few weeks ago. Yes, yeah. A lovely, a lovely name. And to have her coming to Kilkenny along with the Kilkenny Choir is very, very special for your Christmas concert. So tickets are available on Eventbrite for the concert. And uh, we'd encourage people to uh, to kind of buy the tickets early as uh, tickets will be selling out very, very fast for some yeah, we have good ticket sales and um, I, to avoid disappointment now, it'd be great if to people get would the, get on to yeah. Eventbrite. Very simply, just type in the Kilkenny Choir in and Eventbrite in the search bar and you'll get your tickets Fantastic. There. Thank you so much, Tom. Avril, yeah, we'll finish up with you there now. Well, thank you, Aisling. Um We... The Kilkenny Choir is 30 years um, now. It was yeah. founded back in 1992 by Philip Edmiston. And we used to have about 80 members. Mm-hmm. Now we are have about 60. A lot of people have retired. Yeah. And we would like to recruit as, su- as, m- as many people as we can. And I think if they come along to our concert at Christmas and they come along to our Easter concert, which is the one which is a big works, we're doing a requiem by Morris de Rufle in Easter, um, if they could get a sample of what we do, we would encourage people to come and see us and join us and we, they would be made very welcome. Oh, listen, it sounds fantastic. Avril Matthews and Tom Keogh from the Kilkenny Choir. Thank you both so much for coming in Thanks to tell so us much. all about your Kilkenny Choir. That is happening on Sunday, the 10th of December. Now, look at this. Edward Hayden will be proud of me. I am late again for the news, but thank you so much to all of our guests. Thanks so much to producer Ta, who was on hand today to uh, to help me out. Uh, big congratulations to the Hamper winner, Ellie O'Brien. We will be in touch with you and for our book, The Aquila book Julie Jackman we will be in touch with you as well so huge congratulations thank you all so much for tuning my way um, this morning as I said Edward Hayden will be back next week and we will chat to you all then have a wonderful weekend this Saturday show on KCLR with thanks to Lyrath Estate gift a memory this Christmas with a Lyrath Estate gift voucher visit lyrath.com